Welcome to a brand new episode of the Sunday Sauce. I uh, hope you guys had a great holiday, Thanksgiving. I'm here with a friend of mine, my favorite Albanian. I tell him that all the time. Right, right Marco? The only Albanian. The only Albanian. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he's the only Albanian I know. But Marco Kepi from Staten Island. This guy, this guy does a lot of things, right? I try. Military, Marines, Rev Office. Yes, sir. Community leader. You I do try. a lot of things for your community. I, try. I, try. I was at your Albanian Roots dinner. That was very fun. I didn't know what the hell they were saying with the singing and stuff, but, you know, the mayor enjoyed himself. <laughs> so, it was yeah. a nice event. Yeah, but um, welcome, man. I'm glad finally we've been trying to do this for a while. And uh, why don't you introduce yourself, tell everyone a little bit about you. Yeah, so like Mike said, I'm Marco Kepi. I'm from Staten Island. I'm a Republican. Yes. Um, I'm proud Albanian-American, and I've been very active in my community since I was a little kid. I started off doing Republican things at first, you know, like uh, college Republicans and opening up chapters and doing the state college Republican conventions and whatnot. And then I saw that in my community, there really was no voice. They weren't really getting uh, integrated in the American life. So I tried, started doing Albanian community events to get them up to date. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great to be Albanian, but, you know, when you live in America, it's hard. You got to be American right, as well. Right, you right. got to contribute to your community where right. you're living. So that's where I started doing my Albanian parades and Albanian galas and just getting them involved with their, their neighbors and the Alba uh, American, um, I guess, politicians and community leaders and American community programs. So, Staten Island has a big Albanian population, right? It's probably the Is largest. You think it's the, the largest state. in New York State? Oh, state. for sure. For oh, sure. really? And really? in the country per, per capita, we have the largest Albanian. Well, definitely, I know New York City has definitely the most Albanians total in country, but so Staten Island is like the. Staten Island is the biggest. That's it. The, big, the congressional district, Staten Island, has the most Albanians any congressional seat in the nation. Why do Albanians move to Staten Island from Albania? Why do you think? So I think it's, it's, it's like family, it's, it's like a chain, family chain right. orientation. Also, just like generations, generations, Correct. generations. Like if, uh, in the Bronx, for example, the Albanians, they live in the Bronx. Right. As soon as they make a little bit of money, they get their papers, they become citizens, they move up to Westchester. Mm -hmm. The Albanians that lived in uh, Middle Village, Queens, or in Brooklyn, as soon I didn't as they know make money, they move to Staten Island. So now from Staten Island, they're starting to move to New Jersey. We're trying to keep them in Staten Island. but <laughs> Who wants to go to New Jersey? It's uh, lower I feel taxes. Like, this is what I understand with the Staten Island people. At low maybe like what, 1%? They get another half an acre. Right, li literally. <laughs> I, I, so it's like you're already in Staten Island, which is kind of like New Jersey a little bit. Not It's not like, you know, but like it's you got houses there. You got, you know, parking, plenty of parking, nice restaurants, whatever, whatever. So why would you just go to New Jersey? Just stay there. Stay there. Maybe there's no turkeys there, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Staten Island has a turkey problem, especially by the hospital. By us. Uh, Thanksgiving, you know, they hide during Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. You don't see them. They, no, no, no. All year you see them. In the summertime, <laughs> they're out. I know. It's, that's so funny. So when you when did you first run for office? So I ran for office in uh, 2020 for state assembly. Uh-huh. And why did you do that? Well, I ran for state assembly. I saw there was a need in my community. Um being a Republican and being Albanian-American, I was the first one to run for office in Staten Island. That was part of my getting mm -hmm. my community involved with mm -hmm. American politics. And I, I really love serving my community. You know, I, I have a full-time job. I'm also serving the Marine Corps. Course, and course. a lot of times you don't have enough time or money or budget to focus on the things that you really care about because right. you have to take care of family, your right. bills and whatnot. Right. And running for office, that would be my full-time job. So you, you're not worried about bills because you're getting a salary out of it. Right. And that's, you can do everything that you love and everything you care about your community 24-7. Correct, correct. So that's why primary reason I wanted to serve my community full-time. So that was uh, basically why I wanted to run for office. So as for people that don't know, Staten Island is, I was actually just talking about it in my my stream, that Staten Island is literally 
the last conservative stronghold in the whole city. It used to be Bay Ridge. Yep. So as you know, Justin Brennan won again, unfortunately. Unfortunately. I'm unfortunately, like nobody likes him. We, we already know that story. Uh, I saw I, uh, I'm, my friend is John Saravelli, and he, he was uh, Ari Kagan's campaign manager, and he showed me the stats of Bay Ridge is gone, bro. 70% of Bay Ridge is, is just blue. Well, I used to work for Senator Golden, so right, we represented you know. Bay Ridge, and right. we used to say we're the we're holding the fort down, we're holding the fort down, and it, the truth is that that's what happened. You know, once we lost Senator Marty Golden, the whole neighborhood changed. It's, it's, so, so what I'm starting to see is in Bay Ridge is uh, like these purple-haired hipsters. They're starting to move in from Park Slope because they know it's cheaper, right? And they know like Justin Brennan advocates for their bullshit. So it's it's like, so we're getting all those people in here, and he's so essentially he's like. Not buying votes, but he's like he's like pulling votes in from other parts of Brooklyn so he could keep Bay Ridge Bay Ridge liberal, right? And um, it's it's a shame. Like yesterday, we had this not yet. Well, the other day we had this pro Palestine rally, free Palestine, whatever. Um, and just like this guy, they're burning American flags, they're burning Israeli flags, which is your right, you know. That's your, that's you. You could do that, but if you're, I feel like if you're a politician, you need to come out and say like, yo. You're not burning the American flag. You're not burning the Israeli flag. We're just not doing that. It's not. It's not nice. Well, Why a, doesn't anybody come out and say that? He's the same guy that uh, stood against our cops, and then when right. he runs for office and he thinks right. he's about to lose, he's all of a sudden he's pro cop. And well, I first heard of you. I think it was 2020 when the Palestinians had the Day of Rage in Bay Ridge, and you you had that video of them burning the American correct, flags correct, correct. and them screaming "Death to America." And it's, I'm sure it wasn't only Palestinians; it was, it was a bunch of Arab people. But like that's how I, that's when I first discovered you. Like who who is this guy? Whatever. And so it's like. It's crazy, man. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're veterans that were sort of a six-week-ation battalion in Brooklyn, New York, yeah. we saw that video, and they shared it with me. They said, is this where you worked with a politician? I said, yeah, that's right outside our office. And he said, how is this possible? You know, Bayridge, Brooklyn, burning the American flag, saying death to America, you know. It's, when there's Fort Hamilton literally right there. I mean, it's sad. <laughs> and they're getting all the benefits, you know. Right. So I think burning the American flag should be illegal. It should I, be co- I agree. You know, it's, I agree. It's, I agree. If you don't like this country, leave. That's the best way you can burn it. Just get away from here. You yeah, know, yeah. I, burning this country's flag should 100% be illegal. But, you know, like I said, we have freedom of speech, freedom of this, freedom of that. So right now, we and have sadly, to deal with it. it. Sadly, it keeps repeating. Uh, about a few days ago, they did it again on Lexington Avenue. They yes. took down the flags yes, and they were yes, yes. stomping on them. So it's it's not right. You know, It's, it's, it's not right. Someone so, like myself who came to this country for a better life, I came to this country for political asylum. That flag means a lot. You know, it's it's... It saved a lot of nations and it saved a lot of people and it's done right for a lot of people and a lot of families, including families like yours, Italian Americans that came here and built something. So it's 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 disrespectful to everyone before us that built this nation and helped our families and other families to, to do that. That's and that's that brings me actually to the, like the point of the, the illegal migrants coming in. Obviously, you've been all over um, that. I play hockey at Floyd Benefield. I play at Aviator. Right. I was literally just there Friday night, and uh, you see. The whole encampment, it's all lit up, park police are guarding it, whatever. I don't even think anybody's there because I saw in the paper that they didn't like it and they left, right? Can you imagine? You come to this country for free, we give you a place to live, couches, Xboxes, free food, whatever, and you go there and you say you don't like it and you want to go back to a five-star hotel? What is that, dude? Uh, Unfortunately, uh, a lot of these people that come to this country, they're really not asylum seekers. Right. A lot of them are being pushed out here from their country, right. so they're getting rid of their problems and sending right. them to America. Like right. I don't know if you've seen this uh, episode on South Park with the homeless. I don't. I'm uh, not a South Park guy. I'm a family episode, guy. Guy. There's an uh, episode in South Park that uh, their community has a homeless problem, so they say, "How do we get rid of it?" 
they start a whole uh, propaganda saying California loves the homeless. So they take them to California. But California does love the homeless. <laughs> That's real life. So That's real life. These though, countries dude. like Venezuela yeah, and Nicaragua, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're taking all their criminals from jails yeah. and they're saying, hey, go to America, you get free stuff. So that's, that's what so, they're doing. So it's not fair, like, um, to. I know a lot of uh, Latin American people who came here legally and they had to go through, not only just anybody, just in general, it doesn't matter where you come from, they had to go through the legal process. They had to wait many, many years to get their papers. And now these these people they're upset because these people just come here and Mayor Adams is just ready to give them fucking green card right on the spot, and the problem and is a job. The ones that came here legally that are in the process, they get all pushed back due to COVID right. and due to all these right. other uh, circumstances. Right. The earliest interview date that they have with their judge is twenty thirty five. That's insane. That's insane. But the ones that just cross the border immediately, exactly. It, you know, so it's 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 like you're being punished for for doing the right thing. I don't understand the the uh, concept of giving them a green card immediately. Like, what do you think that's going to change? They're still they're still going to be here. You're overpopulating this country. Um, there's people all over the streets. You see on the subways, there's migrants using their little children to sell churros and and fruit and this and that with their childrens on their back. Like, like this is. Uh, I feel like I don't even know where we are anymore. Is this America? And it's all over the country. L.A., New York, D.C. What are like? How do people? How are you okay with this? How you're not okay with it? But how are people okay with this? I don't know. I mean, if you see in Staten Island, people are fed up every day. They stand I, out I there. I see you know? it. Scott Labato, Johnny Tobacco, a regular good people, of mine. Yeah. all the neighbors. neighbors they, they come out. Yeah. They voice their concern. It's it's, yeah. you know, uh, when I ran for office in Staten Island, every time uh, you would ask politicians for something, we don't have the money for this. We don't have the money for that. There's right. no budget for this. The right, rules right. raise our tolls, our taxes, right? Because there was no budget, but yet. There's over 150,000 illegal immigrants in New York City, and they find the budget for them. So there's already 80,000 prior to this. There was already 80,000 New Yorkers that are homeless that are actually citizens here who lived here, veterans, this and that. So like those people, I even have the argument they get discarded. Like, and then you put these people above them. It's well, for nuts. years with the when we work for Santa Maria Golden, every year there's a rumor they're gonna shut down the VA hospital right. in, Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, of course, because of course. they don't have the money. Right, but meanwhile we have money to keep all these thousands and thousands of people in brand new hotels and pay their food and, and their meals and, and everything. It's, it's that is not a nice VA hospital either. They need to like oh, it's, they it's, need it's to a, redo it's it. It's a guinea pig. It's yeah, it's, it's like not a good. testing it's, center. I, I, yeah, it's I know, sad. Yeah. Anybody that goes there, like you really feel yeah. for them. You my know? my grandfather, when he was alive, he was in Korea and he he used to go to that one because when we used to live in Brooklyn, I used to go with him. And even when I was a little kid, I was 10, 11 years old. I remember like, holy shit, like this place is insane. A lot of those people get like one towel. Yeah, a week. It's disgusting. I know a lot of veterans that when they go visit their loved ones or other veterans there, they feel so bad that they go to uh, you know the store and buy towels and shampoos and soaps for them because they feel terrible. You know, it's I'm I'm fortunate enough to go. I can work out on Fort Hampton because first responders, so I go to their gym and like even the gym, the, like the military should have state of the art stuff, guys. It's like like we need to take care of our military like their barracks like you know it's 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 insane you don't gotta tell me uh, you know yeah you know i just i that's what i'm saying like we don't you know F fort hampton is old Every, everything is old there. that's like, modern compared yeah, to some of the marine uh, right stuff right have. right so it's like i know that's just a processing base it's not an active military base but it, it's like i mean we got we got to take care of of our people who serve this country right and it's like you know that girl who was running uh what's her name it's that island she was running against nicole that used to be in the military and then she, she was a captain. I forgot she her name. She was a captain, and she used her uniform yeah, yeah, yeah. To for like burlesque. That's a disgrace. Yep, yep. And then she's all anti-military now. Cuckoo. What's wrong with these people, and bro? She was a captain. That's what I'm saying. You she know, was an, she's officer. an officer. She, she had the ability to make change. 
and she comes out there and she basically bashes America, bashes everything we've done. She leftist extremist. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, it's it, listen. There's extremists on both sides, right? You got your Marjorie Taylor Greens, you got your AOCs, you know. So we can't really uh, be biased to one side. Everyone has their fucking extremists, right? And I mean, you know, uh, I feel like in New York City, you have to be a moderate person, like a moderate Republican. Or common sense, just be com- or common, common sense. sense. Like Marty Golden, moderate. I know Marty for a long time. You know Marty for a long time. He Marty doesn't care if you're gay. He doesn't care about that bullshit. He just wants he just wanted the neighborhood to be nice. That's all he cared about. The police to be there. And that's it. You know, I mean that's 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 common sense, well, right? One thing that he did that I don't see a lot of politicians doing, we had annual community meetings. Right. At different neighborhoods yes. we had community meetings. He would sit there for hours mm-hmm. and just hear their concerns. Mm-hmm. And he would work on those concerns. That's what politicians are supposed to do, you know? You get elected to serve your community their needs, not to Go over there and be like, yeah, I'm a senator and I have all these kudos, and then com- completely forget about your community. Like Justin Bratton, he does only whatever is his personal agenda. He doesn't care about the community needs or whatever the community is struggling for. He just lets it go and down. He's head of the finance chair, of oh. city council. Can you imagine? <laughs> so he's the one who basically said, "All right, I approve this budget, six billion for migrants, NYPD, FDNY, fuck you, you don't need the money, counterterrorism, nah." We don't need that either. We don't need none of that. Who knows who's coming through the border? Yeah, we, yeah. we caught terrorists, but who didn't we catch? Yep, that's the problem. How do we know Hamas isn't sending people through the border? Right? I mean, I don't know, or ISIS, or whoever, the, whoever, whoever the fuck. Like, I, I don't know. It's this, 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 this place is out of control. It's out of control, Marco. And I need you and me to run again. We gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta get <laughs> we gotta back make a in. Team. There. We, make we a gotta, team. we gotta be well, the Italian American and Albanian dream team. Well, we gotta recruit more Italians, more Albanians, more Irish, more Hispanic, more Asians, whoever we can yes. to the Republican Party. We are really the party of common sense, the party that is really representing the American flag right now. It's, right. it's the party that's standing up for America. So it's we have to get like-minded people in office. They really care about their community. They care about the country. They care about the flag. You know, even uh, veterans. Like I remember before I be- became a Marine, I loved America. I was very patriotic. I thought that there's nobody more patriotic than me. But once you become a Marine, that flag has a whole it's new so meaning. Whole other meaning, right, right? So it's you know, it's even when important. I was FDNY, same thing. Like the reason why I joined the FDNY because of 9/11. Like I seen these guys. I wanted to be a fireman, but whatever. I just stayed at EMT, and now I work for Department of Corrections. But that flag, to me, like those guys went into those buildings on 9/11 to protect our freedom, to, right. right? That's why I joined. So like, I, I, cause you know, those FDNY, NYP, all these, that's a paramilitary organization. So they teach us like you, yeah, that yeah, this yeah. flag Emergency is- Emergency responders. Yeah, like we, we, we love that flag. We love our, we love, we protect it. We protect the citizens of New York. You protect the citizens of the United States. And, and you know, even abroad, it's so, it's, 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 uh, it's a shame that these, these liberals burn our flag and, and, and just like it's it just it just makes me upset and I want to hit them so bad you know like I want to punch them in the face but you can't because even though they're police defenders they'll still call the police on you you well, know that I remember when we did the uh, pro NYPD rally in uh, Bensonhurst was Marty Golden Senator Golden they got there before us it was like twenty anti police uh, you're talking about when BLM came correct I was there and as soon yeah. as they saw us they got a phrase guess what they did. They went right behind the cops. Yeah, and they hid. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> so it's like they're and, they're, and they're fucking hockey equipment gear, yeah, whatever. They're anti-cop, else they but the moment they, yeah. they feel threatened, they go right behind that's, the that's cops. That's what I protection. tell. That's what I tell when pathetic, I when I'm walking pathetic. past a protest and I see like a defund the police sign. I go up to the person. I'm like, let me ask you a question. If I punched you in your face right now, what would you do? Oh, I go to the police. 
But you, but you wanted to fund them. They you don't would go to a social service. You know? No, 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 no. <laughs> they, they, they would, they would call like a therapist. Something. Right, they, right. they would go to the police. Right. And you would want me to go to jail, right? Yeah, yeah. But aren't you for bail reform? Uh, yeah, but only for black people, not not white people. White people could go to jail. Like it, it, these rules need to apply to any race, any color, any creed. Like it just can't be for one race. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so stupid. Right? People are people are just brainwashed. I mean, what? So let's switch gears. What is your take? Are you Muslim? Catholic. You're Catholic. All right. So, because I know in Albania there's Muslims and Catholic, and Orthodox, whatever. Right? We have Orthodox, right. Catholic, Orthodox Catholic, Catholic, Muslim, right. okay. non-believers. What's your take on the Israeli-Hamas conflict? So I don't know the exact uh, history. You know, I, I know my Just history. What, what happened October seventh? Oh, that, that's disgrace. what I'm saying. What from then on? What is your, Kidnap, what is your kidnapping people from their homes, killing children, babies? babies. Right. I mean, that's that's that's. It's terrible. It should have never happened. Israel has the right to defend itself. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a Marine, so any terrorist organization I'm against, so obviously, you know, we got to stand with whoever's our allies and our friends. So you don't know the conflict, so we're really not going to get into it. But it's a shame that that happened and whatever. Every country has a right to defend themselves if they get invaded. Correct. Right? right? Any and, country. And every, every, every also nationality or every people deserve to have their own state and live freely in their own state. Right. And, you know, but th the main thing here is weak leadership. Weak, weak, weak results. You know, when we had a president like President Trump. No, no who fucked with us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it sends a message to the world. So when America's stronger. Do you think President Xi from China or Xi needs to come here so the city will get clean? Did you no. see what happened in San Francisco? I've never seen San Francisco so clean, you know? <laughs> Dude, I've never even been there. Might I just call like... him Mr. Clean, you know, <laughs> President Xi. So maybe, yeah, yeah come down, come down come, to come, New York City. Come to New York, we'll clean everything Every up. neighborhood, every neighborhood, you know? But when we go to China, like Biden or Trump or whatever, they, they, there's like three people there for us. Like, we had a whole parade, Chinese flags. Uh, what, what is that? He's a dictator. He kills his own people. He does, he does. He and kills it, cats and dogs, too. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, China is going to be our biggest threat as a country. I, I know in the Marine Corps, a lot of times we speak about future wars or future conflicts or whatnot, and that's the, the main target, they say, is China. And we're going to have... Not the, Russia? No, it's China. It's China. So and we're not worried about Russia? Not really. It's mainly China. They say by 2025, there's going to be some sort of conflicts because of China. You're a military guy, so I just saw President, Zel President Zelensky of Ukraine talk about... He's trying to say that Russia is going to start a war with the Balkans. To do you think that's true? Yes, I 100. So right before what is the Balkans? Tell people so right. they they don't know what is the Balkans. So before the Israeli-Palestinian conflict started, right? They tried in the Balkans. Mm -hmm. So in Serbia and Kosovo. Okay, okay, okay. So you have Serbia, Kosovo, Montenegro, Macedonia, Albania. So those are the Balkan countries. The Balkan countries. Okay. You have Croatia, Bosnia. Okay. Um, and there, there were already many conflicts there before. Correct. So <laughs> the former Yugoslavian yeah, state, right, they, right. basically they, they took away uh, lands from Albania, Croatia, all these countries made Yugoslavia. Right. It didn't work out because Serbia was discriminating against everybody else. So now Serbia still claims Kosovo is theirs. Okay. Kosovo is an independent country. Right. They used to be part of Albania. Right. They wanted to join with Albania. Serbia wants to keep them as a Serbian uh, territory. They're not. So uh, about two weeks before the Israeli conflict started, they had over a uh, hundred uh, paramilitary troops. Serbia sent them in from Serbia inside Kosovo in a uh, uh, Orthodox monastery. They had all their weapons hidden there, tanks, all sorts of weapons. I mean, grenades, rocket launchers, everything. They killed one Kosovo policeman, and luckily the Kosovo military responded so quickly. So he ended it. They they they, they captured it. a few of them. Yeah. Some of them started running, so they ended the conflict before it sparked. So you're saying Ukraine is saying that Serbia is backed by Russia. 
Oh, 100%. So, I, don't, I don't know the history of that area of the so world. Russia's so, like right. their, their, their big brother. Okay, I got it. So they finance them. This, Correct, that, everything. everything right? Even their flags are exactly the same. Uh, They're Slavic okay. people, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. religion, right. same everything. And yeah. Serbia is the only country in Europe that has not put an embargo against uh, Russia for the war in Ukraine. Makes sense. They're the only country that actually held rallies celebrating the war in Ukraine. How strong is, I mean, with rushing back, I guess they're pretty strong, but by themselves, I feel like... By themselves, they're nothing. They're nothing. That's it's, what I'm saying. So it's like... Even when they had the, the genocide in Kosovo right, that's and right, Bosnia, right, right. a lot of the soldiers that actually fought and committed these crimes, they were Russian uh, military. They're Russian guys. Ex-military. Right. No, they were current military, oh, current. but with Serbian uniforms. Interesting. So a lot of times when we, when the Albanians or Bosnians or Croats called one of their soldiers, mm -hmm. you'll see their past where they were captains in the Russian so, army, uh, Wagner group types, all sorts. Really? Yep. yep. Like private military contractors. Yeah, even now. The, well, well, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They were in Kosovo, the Wagner groups. So Albania is against Serbia. Correct. All those countries are. Everybody's every single country is against Serbia. Because they're all at peace except Serbia. But they're not going to fuck with them because Russia is going to back them and Russia could do serious damage over there. Is that right? So, I mean. It's or is, it, is Russia all talk? No, they're not all talk. They're not talk. They finance they, a lot. They finance a lot. I mean, the previous years, they did a lot of right. damage in Montenegro. They did a lot of damage in Macedonia. I know back in like the 80s. And the, no, like, no, no, I'm talking about the past five, five to six years ago. Right, right. Oh, they, they, yeah, okay, they, okay. They, they were doing conflicts. They fund the oppositions, and they try to make all these uh, conflicts. Uh, they try to keep the conflicts alive, basically. Mm. But luckily for us, our number one ally is the United States. So we have right. our ally. Right. So Albania. Albania, and of United States. Albania and Kosovo. Right, right. Uh, the biggest military, U.S. military base outside of the United States is in uh, in Europe. It's in Kosovo, oh, Camp Bonstil. Oh, so I didn't even know that. Okay. That's part of the reason why Serbia really cannot attack Kosovo. Because there's a U.S. base literally there's a, right a there. A lot of troops. And if they there. attack U.S., is, of course. we're in it. Of course. Of so course. we're going to have about to have World War Three in Israel and, and Palestine, and then we're going to about to have World War Three in the Balkans. So, so what, they, <laughs> what they tell us in the military, it's uh, historically no... Superpower has ever won a war in many fronts. Right. And uh, this is a game, basically, of our enemies, Russia, China. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to split the uh, United States, uh, spread them thin, basically. A war here, a war there, a war there. So they can attack. It's not, or it's not just so you can attack, right. but so they can weaken us. Weaken us, Resources, right. manpower, when you spread so so many places, we're going to fight first. So is, is China and Russia really, like, Close or is that like bullshit? You think like how close do you think they are? No, I think they're very close. They're very close. It's not a coincidence that all all of our enemies reacted at the same time. Mm. You mm. have uh, the conflict in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. You have the conflict in, in mm -hmm. Europe, the Balkans. You have the mm -hmm. Middle East. Mm -hmm. So that's all our enemies working and talking together. You know, doing things together. We all know that if President Trump was in office, none of this would be going on because they're afraid of him. Correct. They could try. Um, Mayor Giuliani always tells a, a story. This is this is out there and. Um, the guy's dead already, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, they were all at dinner once. I think, I don't know where they were, Mar-a-Lago or something. And uh, President Xi was there. Oh, no, it wasn't Mar-a-Lago. It was somewhere else. President Xi was there from China or whatever. And uh, President Trump got the call that our base in Baghdad was being attacked by, by Iran a couple years ago. You remember this? So he leaves the table, comes back like 20 minutes later. And uh, on the news, you see General Salami or whatever his name is killed by U.S. drones. So... President Xi goes to President Trump. Uh, did you just did you just kill that guy? He goes, yeah, just just like that, dude. Just that's a true story. He just drone attack done. That's it. And what did what did Iran do? Nothing. Nothing. Of course, they're they're afraid. They're afraid of our strength. When they see strength and power, they they don't mess with us. But now Iran wants to, you know, poke us because they know Joe Biden isn't going to do anything. Joe Biden is is not as uh, uh, scary as 
Trump. That's what I'll say. So, um, you know, that's why countries want to press us. But uh, anyway, um, so Staten Island, Albanian guy, you ran for office, you tried to run for city council, kind of similar what happened to me happened to you with the signature crap, right? They try to say you forged signatures. They try to do it to me, and we all came on to- out on top. But they actually took you to court, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, they said they are going to arrest me, and I'm going to get charged. They never did that crap, you know, whatever. But you, actually, they actually went through with it. Yeah, I mean, we, we went through it as well because yeah. we were trying to prove that they're legit. <laughs> right, right, you know, right. It, it, right. Campaigning sometimes does get ugly. It, unfortunately, uh, the worst part about this, it was two Republicans fighting that, that, each other. That, that's what I'm saying. Right. So the best thing we can do as Republicans is try to well, that's, that's what happened to me. Brooke Krasny, instead of, I hate that guy, instead of <laughs> calling me personally, who he could have got my number from anyone, saying, hey, Mike, uh, why is my signature on your petitions? Like, what's going on here? Blah, blah. I w- literally would have said, I have no idea. I don't know what happened. Let me look into it. No, but instead, he went to every single newspaper and tried to ruin my name, which didn't work, Alec. And, uh, you know, I didn't have to go to um, court or anything because I just got out of the election because I'm not dealing with all that bullshit. I work for the city, so I can't fight. I signed a waiver. I cannot sue the Board of Elections. I can't do any of that stuff. So that's the only bad thing when you work for the city. You can't fight the city when you're running for office. That's why I ultimately just said, I'm good. Well, I mean, the lesson that I get from these campaigns, you know, mine, yours, other Republicans, when we have these primaries, uh, it seems like the Democrats are a lot more uh, organized together. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Coordinated a lot better. They avoid a lot of primaries. And sometimes that's the reason why it's a lot harder to beat them because it's funny. We beat up each other during the primary. And then when we go to the general, it's always harder for whoever loses to say, okay, let me back this guy 100%. So you're not 100% full against Democrats. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think our party has to find roads and avenues where we can unite and work together against the Democrats. So, so it's, it's funny. It's funny you were saying that. Um, what's his name? Richie, for, who's now the chairman of the Brooklyn GOP, he's actually going around to uh, all these little Republican clubs in Brooklyn and saying, like, uh, listen, we have to have a united front because the Democrats see us all scattered, scattered, cursing each other off, saying this, saying that, blah, blah. He's like, next to 2025, 2024, we all need to just... Be together, be happy in harmony. Let's not attack the Democrats. Let's show them that we're we're nice. We'll you know we'll do things behind <laughs> the scenes because you know me, I get I don't care. I just get out there. Now you too, you 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 tell people how it is. I mean like whatever it is, what it is. That's just the kind of people we are, right? And but they they don't want that anymore. Like I was telling Justin Brennan every day, he's like a fat waste. Like I, I was bad. I was a bad person. <laughs> but I don't regret it. I don't regret it. So you know, you know, but whatever. Um, so you're gonna run for office in the future? Well, you know, uh, I, I would never like to close the door. Uh, if there's an opportunity out there that where I can serve my community again, I would love to take that opportunity and try to serve my community. I, I, I get a lot of joy serving uh, my community and helping those that need help. Uh, and I got a lot of it when I worked for Center Marty Golden. You know, mm-hmm, there was mm-hmm. a lot of cases and a lot of people that we helped. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the joy that I would get or the feeling I would get when I, we help somebody and they appreciate it, that you can't put a value to it. So it really... When they say find a job that you work all day, but it doesn't seem like you're working to me, that's uh, sort of my fun. community. You right. know? I have fun. I like doing that. So it's so for people we'll that see. know that don't know Staten Island, is your is every single elected official there Republican? No, we have some Democrats, but majority of them are, are Republican. How 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 do you have Democrats in Staten Island? We have. I mean, are they moderate at least, or are they leftists? That's what I want to know. 
Well, they're not as bad as Justin Brandon. Right. You All know, right, so. but uh, we do. We, we have the North Shore stand now. We have a senator that's a Democrat. We have an assemblyman that's Democrat. The uh, district attorney is Democrat. We have a few judges. But as I well. heard the district attorney stand Island's not that bad. I, that's what I heard. I mean, that's what I heard. I, I don't know. I heard he's like, like realistic. He's not like, like Alvin Bragg. I, I just can't believe that Staten Island has uh, Democrats because you know you got Joe Borelli, David Carr. Who else is out there? That's Republican. Nicole. Andrew Lanza, Senator Lanza. We have uh, Michael Tanousis. Michael Tanousis. Michael Riley. We got Sam. Michael Riley. I know someone wants to run against Michael Riley. I don't even know the guy, but I, I, don't, I heard good things about him. I just don't know, but well, I heard. I heard. Yeah, if it's a primary, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> I know because stand on primaries are not easy. Wouldn't, but I heard if I heard Trump would endorse Michael Riley. That's what I heard. That's that's the that's the word. Like if he if he got a primary, that he knows Trump very well, and he would make the call and endorse him. So that, that's a problem, especially in Staten Island, because if you're getting endorsed by Donald Trump, that's like well, Mike's not a bad guy. He's been serving his community. Yeah, I, I don't, I, is he? So, yeah, I, I just I don't know who he is, but because um, my friend who wants to run lives in Tottenville, so that's his that's his district. You're on the North Shore, right? Um, mid island, mid island, mid island. Um, yeah, I like. I don't know Staten Island that well, so I, I I know like they're trying to put migrants there, but I don't know like how's the crime there, in your area. What's the crime like? So, depends around the island. You know, in the, in the North Shore, there's more crime. Uh, well, by the ferry and stuff. Correct. Right. You right. Know, wherever Democrats represent Staten Island, you <laughs> have, just problem, crime you have more problems. You know, yeah. wherever there's Republicans, it's a lot safer. Well, you know? yeah, of course. Anywhere in the city, not just Staten Island. So it's. Well, there's only like. But Ina Vernikoff and Vicky Baldino and uh, Joanna. That's about it, right? <laughs> and we have one in the Bronx now. We just right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have uh, Christine. What part of the Bronx is that? Morris Park, Plum Park, the Albanian, Albanian part. part. What is she? We, we play the. Uh, she's Italian. She's Italian. We right? play the uh, huge role in her race. Actually. Well, you helped. You helped. You helped. Of course. Her. Of, course yeah, of course, we helped her. You know. She well, you're like, you're like the master fundraiser. I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I heard. I don't call myself the master fundraiser when you do a lot of things for the community and then you run for office and uh, you need the community's help. Right. Community when I started back. running, I just want to let everyone know, <laughs> they said call Marco Kepi because he's the master <laughs> fundraiser. But unfortunately, I didn't. I needed matching funds, so they're not in my district, all the people you know, right? It's in Staten Island. So, I mean, if I was running in Staten Island, I would probably blow it out of the water. But, yeah, no, I this, this guy, the, the master fundraiser. The master fundraiser. That's you. No, no, no. Just, just a community guy that loves his community, and the community loves me back every now and then. So, well, Marco, thanks for coming on. Um, I hope maybe one day I see you in office because I know you're a good guy, and I know you care about your community, you care about Staten Island. You're very patriotic. Uh, you're a fellow Republican, and don't you run that Instagram NYC Republicans? Is that you? So it's it's actually a Republican organization. Yeah, yeah. I started when I was in in college. Right. Uh, I remember when I went to college, uh, this is a good story, you know, like this one. Uh, I was working for Giuliani's presidential campaign. Okay, back in, in yeah. 2007. Th okay. So two th uh, 2007, 2008. And uh, the Giuliani group said to me, hey, would you mind starting a Students for Rudy club? I said, yeah, not a problem. So I started the project, uh, Students for Rudy. And by the time I had everything ready, Rudy dropped out of the race. So right. I said, how do I keep this group going? We made it New York City Republicans. Right. So it was a college club. We did, uh, you know, we started the college Republican conventions, and uh, we had all these chapters that we had in BMCC, Fordham, uh, uh, Hunter College, a bunch of CUNY schools right, right. around the city. We we opened these chapters. Wait, I, there's Republicans in CUNY schools? Oh, well, at my club, we had over 400. Oh wow! So when we went to John Jay College to establish the club, the student body, uh, what was he, uh, director for student life, Declan Walsh was his name. Mm -hmm. He said, you can't have a Republican club in the school. And I said, why can't I have a Republican club? 
He said, because there's no Democrat club. So I said, so what is that my problem? He said, if you want to open a Republican club, you also have to find somebody to open a Democrat club. I said, I don't care about the Democrats. I only want to open a Republican club. So the guy refused to let me open it. So I went back a few minutes later. I said, hey, there's a Christian club, but there's not a uh, Jewish club. Jewish club. There's a fiction club. There's not a nonfiction club. Right. I said, you can't tell me that uh, I, I need right. you know, course, the opposite. Of course. And he said, no, no. I said, you know what? I said, by the way, I said, I worked in Giuliani's campaign, and uh, somebody from Fox News heard about it, and they want to make a story for this. And right. I walked away. The guy got terrified Called you about back Fox News. Seconds. Called me back, approved the club, gave us a budget, and that's how we started. Nice. And we've been doing uh, events with New York City Republicans, where, like with Christy in the Bronx. We got all of our members. We basically, you know, we're not the biggest club, but whatever members and resources we have, we find a race in the city of New York that we think we can be effective. Like in the Bronx, and we go help that candidate back, and right, right. we try to make a change because we think with this club, there's a lot of other pockets in the city, like in Astoria, Middle Village, Queens, mm -hmm. where we can flip some more seats to Republicans. Definitely Astoria. Oh, for sure. For Greeks, sure. Italians, yep, absolutely, yep. absolutely. Uh, Arabs, Arabs are very conservative. Yeah, Mexicans are very Mexicans, conservative as well. Very yeah, yes. re religious, you know, yes. pro-life. But you posted, I saw the other day, you posted uh, Marty Golden for mayor. <laughs> I believe in that. Can we can we persuade him? So is that serious? Because I'm 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 all about that, man. I've been telling that man to run for mayor forever. Uh, I remember uh, when all the cops returned there back on the Blasio. I said, Senator, this is the time. You got to run for mayor. Everybody loves you. And everywhere we were going in the community, they're like, Marty, you got to run, run. You got to run. You got to run. People love them. And the great thing about Marty is that if you go to a block party, from the smallest child Everyone. to the oldest one there, they they say, Hey, there's uh -huh. Marty. Uh -huh. So everybody knows him. He's a personal guy. He served his community. He, he served us as a police officer as well. Right. People love him. So I think it's another great time for him to consider running for mayor, and I, I'll support him 100%. So let's push him to do that. We should. We really should. Because he would be like another Rudy Giuliani-esque mayor. And what's going on with his mayor right now? With uh, all his problems? Uh, yeah, I, I know, I know. He loves no Turkey. Way. What's up with that? Well, I think there's going to be more than Turkey. There's going to be China. There's going to be others. You think all these people donated to him? Like Turkey, China, all that? I think by the next week or the we're gonna find out more information. Come, you're gonna hear things about China and the Chinese. You think he's gonna have to resign or no? Well, I think I think he's gonna have. He to only resign. has two more years left, right? Twenty twenty-five. I think yeah, he's done. He, I, I think um, someone like him is very arrogant. You think? He thought that <laughs> you know he's untouchable now. Right. He's the mayor. He right. can do whatever he wants. Blah right. blah blah. Kind of like you know the governor. Remember the old governor we had? Cuomo. He took shots at the, uh, yeah. the White House and yeah, whatnot, yeah. and then they fired back. Yeah. I think this guy did those, uh, similar things like the governor, and now, look, he's, he's uh, going to go down like what, the governor. What's uh, your opinion about Curtis Sliwa? Do you think it's time to just give it a rest, stop running for mayor? I think so. Well, I don't personally. He doesn't like me for some reason. I don't, I don't know why, but I don't, it's not even that. I just think he needs to give up the mayor, mayor, mayoral dream. I've That's had, my opinion. I have, I have had Curtis at a lot of events with New York City Republican. Yeah. You know, he's kind of like us. He's, he speaks his mind. No, of you know? course. He, yeah, yeah. He, he does what he has to do. But a lot of times, you know, what other Republican have running the, That's what I'm that wants to run? Right. At least he has the energy. He has the will. He's outspoken. Everybody knows him. He's already out there. So if the Republicans unite, well, it's Curtis or, or somebody right. else. You right. know, we can potentially win back the mayors. Well, when yeah, well, when he was running first, a lot of Republican clubs went with the other guy, Mateo. Mateo, was, I was, was, was that I was name? Fernando Mateo. Oh, as well. yeah, I like yeah. Fernando so, a lot so better a lot, than Curtis. Well, himself. yeah, a lot of people went behind him, and then they made a mistake when they saw Curtis just annihilated him in the primary. Yeah, because he had more. Uh, he had this Staten Island Republican Party. He had the right. ones that 
matter in the primary versus right. the other boroughs. But right, right, right. Both of them were great candidates. I think Fernando would have been a great mayor. I think Curtis would be a lot better than I, uh, what we have now of as course, well. And you know? Big Bird would be better. And well, Curtis has Bird. been fighting the Democrats and no, these madness yeah, forever, yeah, yeah. forever, forever. I just think what New York City needs is a next mayor needs to be a moderate Republican. I think it needs Marty Golden. Right, a moderate Republican, not like an extremist, like, like you know, like, because like even when Rudy ran, he was he was very moderate. And don't forget, Rudy was a Democrat before he was Republican. You know that, right? So was Marty Golden. So was Marty. And then he realized, like, what, the, what am I doing? And then they changed, and thank God they did, because our neighborhoods are, uh, well, my neighborhood's getting shitty again, but it was better when Marty was, was actually, the senator who took Marty's place, good artist, he doesn't even live in Bay Ridge. He lives in Westchester. Uh, I heard that as well. I heard that as well. <laughs> so he doesn't even live in Bay Ridge, he and he's our senator. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. So when I worked for Marty, we'd be driving around the community, going to different events. If he saw a garbage can that was overfilled, he would call sanitation and that's what Rudy location. used to do. He used to, when he was driving around potholes. This, I don't that. see these other guys. No, doing that, stop, you know, it, it's, stop it. Stop it. We can't. We can't even in Bay Ridge. Dude. Like Justin Brandon, when he sees a cop in the block, he calls in YPDs. Let's take him away. He's like, it's too many. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he, that's true. That's true. But he did defund the police, though. He says he didn't. He didn't. But he did. We got tweets. We got videos. We got all, all kinds of well, things. When we did the pro YPD rally in Bay Ridge, he was the one making fun of us on Twitter and attacking yeah, yeah, us. Of, and course, so. of course, he was. Because he's an idiot. He's a fat idiot. Anyway, all right. Listen, Marco, thanks for coming. It's about time you came. And hopefully next time you come on, you'll be elected or you'll be running. Hey, maybe. Whichever, whichever. But I just hope that we're more united as a party and because we, we have a lot more to do uh, against these Democrats. And the man, they, they're not even Democrats anymore. You see them. No, they're, they're, they're straight up communists. They're anti-American. Straight up Marxists. They hate America. They hate yeah. the flag. And we got to unite, stand up, and take our country and our city back. Where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. And your Albanian roots thing. Twitter. <laughs> you want people to uh, to know about that, right? Any events coming up? Uh, yes. We actually have uh, November 28th, right after Thanksgiving, we have the Albanian Independence Day. We have some uh, a car parade in Staten Island. We have an event at City Hall. It's going to be on November 28th. That's uh, sponsored by a few council members. Nice. Most of them are Republican, thankfully. Nice. <laughs> so we, we it's a good event. It's free events. The whole community is invited, so... You know, we, we would like to come uh, have you guys join us and enjoy a little bit of our food, our music, our culture, and beautiful see what women. Albanians are about. Of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> you were the Man, guy. That, I saw many beautiful Albanian women are very beautiful, yes. I Even the mayor say. said that. You know, he was shocked. <laughs> and, they're, and they're all taller than the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> and me. I'm only 5'8". But all right, Marco, thanks, bro. Thank you, man. <laughs>